0: Welcome to Between Over and Next with your hosts, Holly and Robert, a happily married couple who explore the space between what was, what is, and what's to come. From career changes to navigating life's uncertainties, this dynamic duo will empower you to live your happiest life at every age and stage. So get ready because your journey with Holly and Robert starts now. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Holly.
1: Hi, Robert.
0: How are you doing?
1: I am doing fantastic. Great.
0: I am excited about this podcast because of our guest today.
1: Me too. But let's rewind a little bit back to 2020 when we met Sue.
0: Yeah. So it was at a point in time when people were going through a lot of changes in which no one, could support them because a lot of these changes were happening to all of us for the very first time.
1: Personally and professionally.
0: Correct. It it
1: impacted you and your life in every single way.
0: Right. With no choice. Because there was a lockdown,
1: right? I mean, that was unprecedented. Right.
0: So So the pandemic (laughs) was upon us and everything changed for everybody.
1: But for us, it was an opportunity. And pivots aren't easy, Robert. Yeah. Actually, for most people, they're pretty scary.
0: So, to encapsulate, we went from an in-person world to a virtual world. Practically overnight. It was
1: right around our anniversary, Robert. It
0: it was exactly around our anniversary. (laughs) And we, we were thrust into this world in which, I'm going to say, a vast majority of the general public was completely unprepared technologically for the step, we were not. We were in that space, living it and breathing it. So we were as prepared as you could be. And it was a struggle for all of us, even the most prepared. But because we were so prepared, we were able to do some things to help people that others may not have been able to do.
1: But most people are thrown for a loop, right? So for us we decided to actually launch a whole new brand. And why not? Right. And from concept to visualization, our guest was part of our success which we're so proud of. It is called At Home Event and we launched 3 interactive virtual vendor villages with a live component with a selling component, with an educational component, with giveaways, with talks, with music, with entertainment. And that's how we do it, right? That's how we rock and roll.
0: Yeah. We and, wanted to mimic, as best we could, the in-person event in the virtual world.
1: And and we did it in three niches. We did the at-home wellness expo because we were coming off of doing our kind of pop-up live events, which we consider cannabis a component of the wellness space. Mm-hmm. We launched the At Home Wedding Expo. That was actually an idea we had for many, many years. That was a no-brainer based on our experience of over 30 years in the world of weddings and all the people we know there, which was so fabulous.
0: Living in a part of the country where you could literally go to an in-person bridal event <laughs> every single day of the week.
1: Every day. And the At Home crafting Gift Show. Now, Robert and I are regular attendees at in-person craft, gift, art shows. We love it. I love discovering new things. Well, we created a place and space for businesses to connect with people to showcase their products and services. And we had sponsors too. So we're really, really proud of that experience that we created a whole new brand in 2020. And we launched it. Within months, because Robert actually was exploring all of the pluses and minuses, the ups and downs, the ins and outs of every platform out there and all the tools necessary to create the experience to the people at home, hence at home event.
0: And and a lot of this technology was also just evolving. The only online platform that people were familiar with was Zoom. Right. You know everything at that point was happening on Zoom so and, many and we were able okay. to okay. create full live events via Zoom. We actually were able to raise a lot of money within the first few weeks of the lockdown.
1: We produced you know, a 40, virtual 40, fundraiser, dollars. a local one called Livingston Sings, which again it sparked opportunities beyond what our imagination, which is why people should really be embracing the virtual space because. There are ways to share your messaging, your purpose. And at home event was able to do that because of the technology and because of p- producers like ourselves that are able to bring that to you. So, best of all, we love people yep. and we love when we're connected with people that are going to be able to collaborate with and good people. And our guest today is one of those very special people who. Embraced at home event. I I had met Kathy Nolan at another virtual event. She introduced me to Sue Monheit, and you're going to learn more about Sue in this episode. And you're going to learn also her top lessons learned and what matters most, especially when you're taking a hobby or passion into a business. So Sue Monheit is the founder and CEO of two profitable businesses: Gift Biz Unwrapped and the Ribbon Print Company. She's the best-selling author of this book, Maker to Master, Find and Fix What's Not Working in Your Small Business. And she's also a podcast host of Gift Biz Unwrap, empowering and educating creative entrepreneurs to turn their hobbies or crafts into thriving businesses. Sue has a wonderful Facebook community called Gift Biz Breeze. And she even started an official national baker's Crafters, Maker's Day in 2020 to celebrate creators and their creations to make a world a better place. Sue has worked in corporate sales and marketing, retail and online spaces for over 30 years. We worked harmoniously together when we launched At Home Craft and Gift Show, the holiday version, the spring version. And together, we help businesses showcase and market their beautiful products to a global audience of thousands.
0: Hi, Sue. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to Between Over and Next.
2: I am thrilled to be here, and it's so good to see you too.
0: Seeing you brings back lots of really great memories through such a difficult time when we got to know each other. So it's it's yeah, it's really yeah. our pleasure to have you as as part of our first uh, series of episodes thank you. here.
1: Thank you so
2: much. Well, thank you. Yes, it was. I look back at that time, and it was a bright light in what was. A very challenging time. But yeah. we had fun together, regardless.
0: We learned a lot. We made some new friends. We strengthened some relationships with some old friends. And, and I like to think that we saved a lot of people's businesses during mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. and helped to launch some new businesses. One of the reasons that we wanted you as part of these first series of, of episodes for us was that what you have done doing and continue to do is really kind of based on the pivot, right? Taking people's hobbies, talents, dreams, ideas, and really helping them turn that into a real business.
2: Helping people learn how to pivot from having something that's a hobby to turning it into a business, to monetizing the craft, if you will is starts with a mindset, really. And a lot of people are afraid to do that because they don't know if it's going to work. They don't have the education or business experience. And so they're fearful to make a change. Therefore, they never act. I left my corporate job at one point to stay home with the kids. And, you know, you hear the story about, oh, I can't wait to leave corporate or I'm going to make something on the side so I can finally drop my nine to five. So I left a job that I loved, came home and was a traditional mom that I loved, but continued being attracted like a magnet to business. As the kids got older and I decided, well, I want to still add business into my life and kind of balance it out, mom and business type thing. I was talking to my husband and he said to me, Sue, why don't you start a business of your own? You've been coaching people how to do this in your corporate life for years. Why don't you do that? Then you can make it what you want. You can put the time in what you want as you want, whatever. And this was back in about 2005. And honestly, I never thought about it for myself. You know, I'd been coaching large business, coaching. I don't know what you want to call it large businesses on behalf of my company for a long time. I had this wealth of experience that I didn't even recognize that I had at the time. And it took my husband to say that to me to be like, yeah, I mean, it felt so right and so good, a little scary because I would joke around with my past clients and see, be like, okay, well, now I'm doing some the things that I told you about all that time. Let's see if I can make it work for myself. So I was kind of putting myself on the line. But what I've found is that having someone say that to you sparks the idea in a different way than thinking about it for yourself. And so I think it starts there. It starts with that vision and that idea of, oh, to, to my area of expertise, monetizing a handmade product. Oh, maybe somebody would be interested. You know, it's when you get that initial validation that then you can start seeing what could be possible if you put some time and energy into it.
1: And the other thing is you should ask a lot of questions. And mm-hmm. that's really important. I think that's where you come into play because you can really help ask those questions because they're the people that have the, the client, the customer, that the, the hobbyist to professional needs to figure out, right? How can they grow? How can they monetize? What is it? Who is their audience? Right. So you got to really define that. And it's a good
2: point, Holly, that you bring up because not self serving questions either. Like you can't phrase questions to get the response that you want. You genuinely want to understand what's on people's minds in relation to what you're looking at doing and be open to listening to the answers because sometimes they might not be things you like or want to hear. Uh, But better better to know. Yeah, better to know before you spend a lot of time, money, emotion, you know, and and dreaming about what could be for your business. You want to make sure that you're on solid footing. And that's one of the ways to do it.
1: I would love for you to share some of the key lessons learned between, which is like between over and next, between that, that time before owning your own business and starting your own business till now. When I was in corporate, I was very fortunate because I got a
2: really good inside look into a lot of big brand retailers, McDonald's, Pizza Hut, American Stores, which was the big food chain then, and some smaller boutique shops too. So I got to see a lot of how big business worked and small business worked. and. I think a lot of us get intimidated by the big brand names where I will tell you, and this happened over and over and over again, big brand names with these big company structures and, you know, they're in multiple markets across the country with tons of employees, all of that have so much structure and procedure that they need to go through to get things done. It's crazy. And there are so many advantages that a small business has that a big business doesn't have that I think you shouldn't be intimidated. You know, well, you know, I make candles, but how am I going to compete with Yankee candle? You know, I'll tell you. I mean, there are definite strengths you have as a small business owner that once someone gets bigger, they don't have. So that's one learning and one thing that kind of, Put me on the projection with Gift Biz Unwrapped. The second thing that I think I've learned both in my corporate life and my own personal life is results matter and result will tell you the path forward. The third thing is nothing happens without action. How many times do people talk about what they're going to do and they absolutely don't ever do it? Right. Action is all important. And action might result in, I hate the word, failure, but I would rather say action results in some type of conclusion that might be positive, it might be negative, and from there you adjust accordingly.
1: That's it. So right.
0: We, we right. don't believe in failure. We believe that, well, that. everything's a, a learning moment. Well,
1: yeah, it's an I, experiment. Yeah. Well, first of all, I loved all three of your lessons learned. I believe in plan, do, review, assess, repeat. We should be encouraged yeah. to follow our passion. Right. I think most important is to do what makes you happy. So what makes you mm-hmm. happy, So, What makes me happy? The thing
2: that overall makes me happy is the little things in life. Like my office that I sit in right now has a walking path about a block and a half away. I like when at lunchtime, maybe I'll even do it after we're done here. Going down and taking a 20 minute walk and being able to, you know, and acknowledging, you know, people say stop and smell the roses. Yes, but I love the fact that I'm mobile and can walk. I love breathing in the fresh air. I like listening to podcasts while I walk, so I'm really happy with Apple with their earpod, you know, or earbuds, whatever they're called. Just like the enjoying the little things, you know, sitting out in the backyard this time of year, we have a bird's nest that I can see from my kitchen. It's not very far out of the house it's like in the gutter of my house and the robins came back. It's like the family's back and so we I get to watch that you know i'll I'll move my stuff to the kitchen table when I'm working at home so I can watch the robins. It's little things that are so important, and you said the word earlier bring me happiness you know it's not the big things it's not selling a t- a ton more ribbon printers, or it's not even getting more customers for Gift Biz Unwrapped. It's interacting with people, seeing their successes, getting the little appreciations of the day. Those are the things that are important to me.
1: What inspires you?
2: What inspires me is people who are willing to step forward and inspire themselves or and take action
1: themselves. And what matters most to you? What
2: matters most to me is my relationships in my life, you know, being with family, being with friends, being around nature,
1: and, and my health is important. And, for sure. a, yeah. and, and I know you love yellow, which I love, <laughs> and I know that you <laughs> love yellow because yellow is happy and you're happy and I love that. And I want to conclude this episode with, a special question because you are a fellow podcaster. And Robert was on your podcast when we were talking about at home events and mm-hmm. talking about going online and that was new to so many, including yourself and all of us, but you did release your farewell mm-hmm. episode of your amazing podcast. It's something that is now over, which must've been a very hard decision. So just share with our listeners and viewers what was the thinking leading to this decision and tell us what's next for you personally and professionally.
2: Okay, I actually love this question. (laughs) When I started the podcast, my goal was to start building a bank of information that could be used now and in the future. And that's the beauty of podcasting. Most of my episodes and I, recorded them this way from the beginning are ever great. You know, we're not talking about a point in time where a year from now, the podcast won't be relevant. Now, yes, some of my shows aren't, especially when the topic is social media because that changes like in the blink of an eye. But after eight years of having the show, I started recognizing that a lot of my guest interviews The information or the avenue of progression of a business, it was the same story, just in a worded a little bit differently, maybe. And I had racked up a bunch of those types of shows already. So I felt like they were getting a little bit repetitive. I also did a hundred episodes where I just got on and spoke and it would be whatever topic I felt like I wanted to cover at the time. Maybe it was something that was coming up in a coaching session, or something that I was seeing in our Facebook group, or wherever it was. I would just bring have the topics, and I. It, there came a point where I felt like I was going to be duplicating information that was already out there. As you know, mm-hmm. podcasts take a ton of time and energy. I came to realize that I'd achieved what I had started out wanting to do with Gift Biz Unwrapped. And that was to build this resource of information that people can go back and access that holds true over time. And that's the whole point of what I was trying to build. I also was interested in gaining some more personal time. My husband just retired last summer, and we want to travel more. So there's no way without a lot of pre-planning and then a lot of work when I come back to continue the podcasts the way I was doing them, twice a week, lots of editing, everything that goes with the podcast. I was getting tired tired of putting in that much time. And I felt like, yeah, but I'm now I'm kind of duplicating some of the information that's already available. So pivot to use the word of the show here, I decided that I didn't need to record more, but what I could do is take and package all of that eight years of information and do something different with it. You know, so people can still listen to the podcasts. That's the great thing about podcasts. But now I'm taking some of that content and doing something that is easier, has given me back some time. A lot of time, actually, it will. Right now, I'm in the middle of a different project with the Ribbon Print Company that is all-encompassing. But I see a gradual life change because I will have gotten back some of my own time. So, what am I going to do? I'm actually going to go to the farmer's market every Wednesday morning, as I always said I would do every summer and never did, because I'm one, I want to be in the office at my desk working at 7 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> that's when I have the energy. That's when I like to work. So, I'm actually going to do that. We just got a new dog. I want to be able to take him to the dog park during the day, not just on weekends, you know, do things like that. And my favorite thing I'm looking at getting started is pickleball, <laughs> the, the oh. most popular sport. Do you guys play?
0: We I, have. We've I really started. Do. I yes. wish
2: you lived closer. I'd love to
1: play with you.
2: <laughs> I know. I haven't started yet, but that is on the docket actually to start this month, hopefully, is to get into pickleball because the work that I've done for all the businesses has really been, unless we're out at shows, it's very sedentary. I mean, your mind is going, but you're sitting all the time.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: So I feel like I'm going to be doing some things that'll make me a healthier me too. So. So I'm looking forward to it. I know the future is bright because like I loved podcasting. It's horrible not to podcast (laughs) in a way, but I'm trading one thing for another and I'm taking the action.
1: So we'll see how it goes. We're just thrilled that you joined us today.
2: Well, thank you so much. You know I love you too, and it's always a pleasure to get together anyway, anytime we can.
0: We uh, have enormous amount of respect for you, uh, both personally and professionally. We have a um, a rather short list, but profound list of all of the good things that happened out of COVID, and you are definitely on that good list of things that happened out of COVID. And oh. and and getting to know you and and work with you so smoothly it was really uh a, a very rewarding experience through a very challenging time and it is definitely a, a highlight of our career and, and what we've done so sue thank you again for being a part of this and we look forward to seeing your next big thing
1: Oh, well, thank you so much sue is so special robert
0: she really is and and we're so as I, I said during our talk with her, so fortunate to have met her. And she uh,
1: worked diligently okay. to introduce the at home crafting gift show to everybody she knew. And she knew hundreds and hundreds of potential businesses that could participate. And it
0: was, you know, out of, I'm going to say, everybody's comfort zone. That we worked with.
1: If you go to our Facebook page for at home event, and you could also visit the website and learn more about all of these businesses, you are going to see so many of these businesses have never been online. And we helped them leverage their brand with some product spotlight
0: marketing. Right. And, and, and listen, the fact of the matter is, we just use the concepts of what we would do at an in person event. Right. And brought that to the virtual space because the concept of the marketplace is to maximize people. You have vendors that come together, no matter what they're selling, and you bring a like-minded buying audience to the vendors, but we also, which is exactly what we did. But we, then, by wait, doing it online, wait, we removed all the barriers for people to attend.
1: And we taught them how to be camera ready. So they went live and we also had sponsors for the event. So big shout outs to not only Sue height for being a top line sponsor, but also to Nancy Lee of myregistry.com. Co- be-
0: and all of these people and businesses that we're talking about can be found in the show notes along with this episode.
1: And Look I'm going to show you what else is going to be in the show notes. I have to do some show and tell because I'm sure Robert wasn't 100% thrilled with this, but I became a customer of these businesses across the country that I met. I met them through their virtual booth because it was interactive, and I got to meet them
0: in person. Well, we vetted all of these And we trained them, and we looked at their their products. products Right. They had to have
1: viable businesses with beautiful products to offer. So the one thing I want to show, other than I showed earlier, was... Uh, Sue's book. There will be a link to her book. Anyone who wants to turn a hobby or craft into a business, this is a must read. This is the ribbon print company business. So Robert's favorite quote is Do not go where the path may lead, go instead where there is not a path and leave your own trail. So Sue had sent this as a gift to Robert and I. It's a beautiful candle and it has a ribbon print. So now you know what a ribbon print company does. I'm only doing a few shout outs when you go to the website. And the Facebook page, you're going to discover so many amazing brands. But I became a customer of these few. Cassie, what a beautiful. She was in our crafting gift show. She's just so beautiful. I bought her vegetable soup and her cinnamon pancake mix. And uh, love, love, and I'm going to put it on. So this is a Baba Zuzu within my favorite colors with olive green, the great pom pom. pom. And. I want to show you, I'm going to take this off now. And then part of our wellness expo and our at-home craft gift show is one of our favorite CBD brands, Lock and Key Remedies. This is a rub that we use almost every day, right? This is the cooling rub with eucalyptus and lavender. This is our massage oil. It's wonderful. And this is the tincture that we take. So CBD is a wonderful supplement, plant-based supplement. And we need to give shout outs with At Home Event, not only to uh, Sue for her love, her care, her trust, her respect, her being a cheerleader, and for so much outreach that she did to so many vendors, but to really bring it to life was Tom and Alex, our son. They both worked tirelessly with us to make this brand vision a reality. So what's your next big thing?
0: This was a a really special episode for us and want to thank Sue for for being a part of that. It means means a lot to us. And
1: listen to her podcast too because she really has eight years of evergreen content, which will also be in the show notes.
0: Yeah. So uh, thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Between Over and Next. We hope you enjoyed this episode and found it meaningful and insightful.
1: If you value it to be worthwhile, please share it with your friends and family.
0: We would really appreciate it if you could take a moment to write a review for us. Your feedback will help us continue to create content that resonates with you.
1: And don't forget, in the show notes, you can find all the relevant links mentioned in this episode, from accessing free downloads to visiting our website and more.
0: If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Simply send us an email. Our email address is hello at hollyandrobert.com. We're always excited to connect with our listeners.
1: So until next time, thank you again for joining us on Between Over and Next.
0: Thank you for listening to Between Over and Next, the podcast that navigates the twists and turns of life with courage, laughter, and a whole lot of inspiration. Tune in every Tuesday to hang out with Holly and Robert on your favorite podcast platform. Visit hollyandrobert.com and follow them on social media to ignite your passion and fuel your dreams.